đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you and welcome to this week episode of team cat home barbara here today happy monday Hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are starting on your spring break, and hope you guys are, you know, having fun, having all the great time of your life. Because well, it's only one week, but hey, it's one week. You get all the fun you do. So I expect you guys to, you know, enjoy as much as you can. Now, next week will be will be the debate on Wednesday. There will be a debate in the El Paso. So there. It's basically conservative Democrats debating on something and basically having views and opinions set up. So I hope you guys can join in um, the fun because I'll be there, of course. I'll be there all day anyway. So, And also tune in, make sure to tune in every Monday and Friday for our breakup podcast. All right, let's get into it. So the first step we're going to talk about is coconuts. It's a news report, of course. Coconuts winds down Hong Kong news site after a decade, citing journalistic and commercial challenges. Coconut is winding down in its Hong Kong news site, citing commercial and journalistic challenges. The announcement came days after a, general, a new general manager took over the publishing group. In the recent years, we have faced increasing journalistic and commercial challenges that made it difficult for us to continue publishing regularly in Hong Kong. A letter to a reader dated March 1st read, we will still occasionally publish stories from Hong Kong that are, are of interest and relevance to the rest of our readership in the region, and we hope one day to be able to give Hong Kong an in-depth coverage that deserves once again. Deserves once again. The news, the news site last article was published on January six, January seventeenth. The move came days after Vin Shenmugam, I'm sorry, butchered that name took the helm as general manager and chief marketing editor officer after founder Brian Perry relocated to the U.S. and became Coconut's media chairman. Coconut launched its Hong Kong site and office in 2013. Though its coverage mostly involved news picked up from Chinese media, it also won awards for its original report. It continues to operate new sites for Yangon, which is currently under military control, Singapore, Manila, Kuala Lumpur, Jakarta, Bangkok, and Bali. It is unclear if the wind down of Hong Kong coverage will involve job losses. Shenmugam and Coconut did not respond to Hong Kong Free Press inquiry. Of course, it's since been shrinking down, so Standard News, Citizen News, Apple Daily, in fact, while we're amongst those being disappeared in 2021. So it's sad to see you know, this situation is happening in a very rapid rate. So, of course, they, they're they going to conclude it by, by this week or so. Trusted Xi ally Li Qiang appointed as Chinese premier. Li Qiang, one of Chinese leader of Chinese leader Xi Jinping's most trusted allies, was confirmed as premier on Saturday as she asserts his influence on country's top leadership. 
Lee, the former Shanghai party chief, who oversaw the city's growing two-month lockdown last spring, was named the successor of outgoing Premier Li Keqiang at a meeting of, of the country's rubber stamp parliament. The 63-year-old receives nearly all votes for more than 2,900 2, delegates at the National People's Congress a day after she was unanimously selected by deputies for a third for a third term as president. Norm breaking third term as quote unquote president. Xi's motions nominating Li Chang as premier was read out to the chamber on Saturday morning. Journalistics uh, journalists were asked to leave the chamber as deputies, mostly dressed in dark suits, marked their votes on the ballot in a tightly choreographed process. Douglas Lair applaud as she ceremonially deposits his vote in the ballot box while cheerful traditional music played from speakers. An electronic screen in the display in the hall displayed 2,936 votes for Lee, with only three delegates voting against his appointment and eight abstaining. What do I expect? Lee Ascensions has previously seemed in a doubt after his handling in the pre of the Shanghai lockdown. In which, in which residents struggled to access food and medical care. Lee's, but Lee's record, as well as widespread protests last winter over Xi's zero COVID policy, has been brushed aside as she cements his grip on Chinese politics. Unlike almost all of his, almost all previous, previous premiers, Lee did not experience working at the central government level, only local, mostly the city level. Lee, who started his career as an irrigation pump station worker near his hometown, rose steadily through local government ranks and promoted as to affluent Zhejiang province top job in 2012. He was Xi's chief of staff in the early 2000s, when, Chinese leader, when the Chinese leader was, was Zhejiang's party's chief. In 2017, Lee was appointed the party secretary of Shanghai, a sign of the, of the Kung Kuo president high degree of trust in him. Now in his capacity as premier and head of China's cabinet, the state council, he will be responsible for the day-to-day -day running of the country as well as a macroeconomics policy. Outgoing premier Li Keqiang last week announced a growth target of around 5% for 2023, one of the lowest in decades, which they should be higher, but I don't know, as the world's number two economy fights stiff headwinds. Last year, the Chinese economy expands just 3%. One of his weakest performances in decades on the back of the COVID-19 pandemic. Lockdowns and real, and real estate crisis. Chinese housing markets, which is along with the construction accounts for more than a quarter of the GDP, remains in a slump, having been dealt with a hefty blow since Beijing started cracking down on excessive borrowing and rampant speculations in 2020. You realize how much demoralizing that the Chinese Communist Party they're slowly starting to degrade because of their crappy policy that they have. So we're gonna go back to Hong Kong. So bad news for so it's, this is bad news for me for me. And I just recently read it and I'm a little bit upset. So three Hong Kong TM individuals group activists jailed for four and a half months for refusing national security data demand. Three former members of the defunct organizers of T Hong Kong's annual TM individuals have been, sentenced, have been sentenced to four and a half months in jail after they were convicted of not complying with a National Security Police data probe request. 
Chao Han Dong, Chang Ngoc Guan, and Choi Hong Gong appeared at the West Kowloon Magistrate's Court on Saturday in front of Principal Magistrate Pio Law, one of the city's handpicked national security judges. All three were, for, were former members, including uh, Chao Dong, who is the vice chair, were members of the Hong Kong Alliance to support Patriot Democrat Movements of China, the group behind the city's annual t- candlelight vigils, to remember the victims of the TMN crackdown. Two other defendants, Simon Lung and Chang Douai, pled guilty and were sentenced to three months. I think they're released now. Chao Tang and Choi were convicted last Saturday of failing to comply with Manoas from National Security Police demanding information. According to the implementation rules of the Beijing Imposed National Security Law, after receiving approval from the Secretary for Security, police chief can issue a notice to f- f- foreign political groups and their agents demanding information from financial records, even though they haven't got any. Law ruled last week that the police notice issued to the alliance was legal, that it was necessary to demand the information from the group, even though they have, even though there's no evidence that they were that they had anything like that. At her mediation submission, Chow said that the alliance was not a foreign agent, and that nothing had emerged in this year, in this year-long ordeal that proves otherwise, because there's no evidence to sentence us in such circumstances about punishing people for defending the truth. Law interrupted Chow's submission on several occasions, saying that what the barrister said was irrelevant to mediation, and that the court must not be a backdoor for expressing political views. It sounds stupid. Prosecutor Ivan Chung said the prosecution supported the court's observation and said that particular sections of Chow's submission were, uh, were doing herself a disservice and were inappropriate in court. Chow, who was able to finish her statement despite the interruption, said that they will continue doing what we have always done. Sir, sentence us for out insubordination, if you must, when exercise when exercising the when exercising the power when the excess of power is bit is based on lies. Being insubordinate is the only way to be a human, Chow said. I like that quote action. Senior counsel Philip Dykes, representing both Tang and Choi, on Saturday urged the court to pat to pass a more lenient sentence due to the circumstances of the case. Dykes said that the defense found himself in a unique position, as while they were not convicted for being a foreign agent, the identity of the foreign organization was not known to them. <clears throat> the senior counsel also said that he could not say how strong or weak the links between the alliance and the undisclosed foreign organization was, even though it's no evidence. It could be a foreign government or a body that PRC had a relationship with, said Dykes. It's true. The senior counsel, at, the senior counsel asked the court to sentence them on the basis that it was not linked, was not a real threat to national security. With hands down the sentence, law adopted a starting point of four and a half months and gave no reduction. The magistrate said that Chow had, represent, had presented herself, uh, presented her political rationale and criticized the law and the case, which were irrelevant to mitigation. National security is a cardinal importance to public interest and the whole nation. The law must ensure national security is preserved, and I just literally skipped it. What is it? Serve, said law. Magistrate said that 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 the sentence must reflect the law determination and safeguard national security and send a clear message to the public that the law will not be will not condone any violations. There there is a need to impose a sentence that is punitive and significant and sufficiently deterrent. 
after the sentence was handed down, all three defendants applied for bail pending appeal. The prosecution initially wanted the magistrate to uphold reporting restrictions, but law said that there was no reason to do so as the case was already open. Of course, there is, at the time, under court reporting restrictions on bail proceedings, written and broadcast reports are limited to only include the include of a bail application, the name of the person applying for bail, and their representation, and the offense concern. The magistrates, the magistrate granted bail to all three defendants, condition only uh, included that they could not accept any injuries or make speeches that could endanger national, national security. However, Child rejected bail, saying she could not accept it on the grounds of freedom of expression. Child, who was the former chairperson of the Alliance, has been, been in custody since September 2021. That's only one year ago. She has been also been charged with inciting subversion, whatever the case that means, in another national security case with two ex-leaders of the Alliance and the defunct organization. The Alliance disbands soon after, after its members were arrested. So it tells you that they're trying to strike fear. Of course, what the government's trying to do is you're trying to strike fear in everybody, showing that, oh, they're safe for national security because of it, even though they're not safe for national security. Micronesia president, smart this time, accuses China of bribery political warfare. Micronesia president has accused China of bribery, harassment, and political warfare in an explosive letter to his country's legislature obtained by AAP on Friday. Good job, good, good job AAP. Simply put, we are witnessing political warfare in our country, outgoing leader David Panuelo warned lawmakers detailing allegations of Chinese espionage, coercions of government officials, and direct threats against his personal safety. Panuelo had previously voiced concerns about Ch- Beijing's growing power in the South Pacific, most notably opposing a security deal that allows Chinese troops to be deployed into the region. But his letter went further, went much further, warning the incoming government about a barrage of threats that he believed risked making the sparsely populated island federations of a vassal state. China, he said, had demonstrated a keen capability <clears throat> to undermine our sovereignty, rejects out Values and uses our elected and senior officials for their own purpose. Amongst the Germanic allegations, Puerto claims his own cabinet colleagues transmitted um, recordings of bilateral meetings directed to China. We are bribed to to be complicit and bribed to be silenced. That's a heavy word, but it's an accurate description regardless, he said. What else do you call it when an elected official is given an envelope filled with money after a meal? at the PRC embassy or after inauguration, he said. After the initials of of, PR, of China's former uh, formal name, the People's Republic of China. He also said he was personally followed by two Chinese men while attending a meeting in Fiji last July. Panuelo um, claimed that both are embassy's officials and that one was later identified as an intelligence officer with the Chinese military. Which obviously is a concern. To be clear, I have, I have had direct threats against my personal safety from the PRC officials acting in a per, in a official capacity. He had also claimed he ha- he had to change his phone number because of ins- um, incessant calls from 
from China's from China's ambassador trying to persuade him to accept China's COVID nineteen vaccines. Pinoyo also revealed he has been in discussions with Taiwan's foreign minister about an agreement allowing the country to distance itself from China's funding and support, with Taiwan offering to pick up the tabs for major projects currently bankrolled by China. Beijing swiftly condemned the claims, accusing Pinoyo of smears and accusations that did not accord with the facts. China has always treated all countries big or small as equal, foreign ministry spokesperson Mao Ning told a regular briefing. <laughs> yeah, right. Look at look at the African countries that are currently in debt. Look at our European countries that are in debt for China. That's not booing. The Chinese side is always willing on the basis of the one China principle to, up, to uphold the principle of mutual respect, equality, and mutual benefits. Push for friendly cooperation with Micronesia, she added, referring to the principle which by which that the countries recognize Beijing that do not rec- have ties with Taiwan, although unofficially, of course. Beijing views self-rule democratic Taiwan as part of its territory and vowed to seize it by force when it impose any official exchanges by the other governments with Taipei. Taiwan's foreign ministry on Friday declined to comment on whether it had con- in contact with Micronesia as Panayolo has described it in the letter. But the, for- but the ministry said it welcomed any effort to expand mutual relations with Micronesia. We are happy to help with my- Micronesia's development to improve well-being, the well-being of its people, my- the ministry said. Taiwan shares the common values of the freedom, of democracy, freedom, and human rights, and the rule of law with like-minded countries in the Pacific region. Panayolo, 58 years old, lost his re-election bid early this week. Signaling an end up to his four-year term as leader, his successor is expected to be elected by the Congress in May. Pinoyo urges lawmakers to pass legislation to protect the countries against money laundering and promote political integrity. Have you personally received a bribe from the PRC? If the answer is no, you are in a minority, he said. Federated States of Micronesia, which has a population of just over 100,000 people, is closely allied with the United States, maintaining strong ties to Washington, even after getting independence more than three decades ago. Washington and Beijing are increasingly competing for influences in the Pacific, as China um, chases more sway in the strategically important regions. While nestled in the middle of the Pacific, Federated States of Micronesia straddles a major maritime, maritime crossroads and lies southeast of Guam. A home of a vast array of military assets that could prove vital in any conflict over Taiwan. So you can tell how many times that these guys are being duped and how many times they've been tricked by the communist government. And it shows and it will eventually continue on. So Chinese students, of course, smart as they are, they leaped the great firewall to get homework help from ChatGPT. I don't know if it's going to rule over Google, but who knows, right? It's new, so we don't know anything about that. Chinese school children are turning to AI bots chat GBT to slash the homework time, vaulting the country's freight firewall to write book reports and bone up on their language skills. Why not, right? With the ability to produce eight grades essays, poems, and programming codes within seconds, chat GBT has sparked a global gold rush in artificial intelligence tech. But it also prompted concerns from teachers worried about worried over the possibilities for cheating and plagiarism. In China, where the service is unavailable due to, to the virtual private network, which is, which is VPN, over a dozen students told AAP 
they have used it to write essays, solve science and math problems, and generate computer code. Eleven-year-old Esther Chen said ChatGPT had helped had helped to、um, half the time she studies at home, while her sister Nicole used it to learn English. Esther, who attends a comparative school in the southern megacity of Shenzhen, says she used to spend four to five hours every day on homework. My mom would stay up late until I finished all my homework, and would fight constantly. She said, "Now ChatGPT helped me to do." Um, help me to do the research quickly. At least it's a good thing. <laughs> Several students told AAP they have brought foreign、uh, foreign phone numbers online and used VPNs to bypass restrictions and access and access ChatGPT. One retailer allows users to buy a U.S. number for just five and a half yuan, which is about eight cents, while one registered in India costs less than one yuan. For those unable to scale the firewall. AI Life on a ubiquitous WeChat app charges one yuan, which is about fifteen cents in the U.S. standard, to ask ChatGPT a question as do other services. Chinese, <clears throat> Chinese media last month reported major tech firms, including WeChat, Parent, Tencent, and rival Ant Group, have been ordered to cut access to ChatGPT on their platforms, and state media blasted as a tool for spreading foreign political propaganda. But as for Mother. Wang Jingjing says she wasn't worried. We were, we were, we used a VPN for years. Girls are encouraged to to read、um, widely from different sources. She told AMP, adding it more is more worried about plagiarism and keep a close eye on her daughter. <laughs> Esper insisted she did not get the chatbot to do the work for her, pointing to a recent assignment in which she needed to finish a book report on a novel, Hold Up the Sky. By Liu Qixing, a global, a globally renowned Chinese sci-fi writer, with her weekly schedule crammed with a piano practice, swimming, chess, and um, rhythmic, rhythmic um gymnastics, she says she did not have time to finish the book. Instead, she asked ChatGPT to give her a summary and paragraphs about the main characters and scenes, writing to report from that. Students are also using ChatGPT to bypass China's, luc- Ch- China's lucrative English language test prep industry, in which applicants learn thousands of words by rote, by rote with expensive tutors ahead of the exams. Need to enter colleges in the United States, United Kingdom, or Australia. I don't want to memorize word lists or entire conversations. Stella Zhang, seventeen, told AP. So instead of spending up to six hundred yuan, which is about eighty-five dollars, eighty-five dollars in the U.S. an hour, she dropped out and now learns through conversations with chatbots. It's less pressure. It also offers instant feedback on my essays, and I can submit different versions. Yeah, she explained. Thomas Lau, a college admission counselor in the eastern city of Suzhou, said more than two dozen students. He worked with have dropped out of language cramming schools and opt for preferable chat GPT, but the tool has created new problems. So, I run on the personal statements and other applications material written by students through software to detect whether parts of written by using written by using AI. Lao said many failed the test. A flurry of Chinese a of Ch- of Chinese tech firms, including Baidu. Alibaba and JD.com said they are developing rivals to ChatGPT. I don't know how that's gonna work, but who knows? 
put Beijing is already primed to crack down and said it would in- soon introduce new rules to govern AI. While tools to detect whether a text have been, ri- have been written using AI can be, accept- can be accessed in China, schools are also training teachers to ensure academic ethics are upheld. The big debate with ChatGPT in classrooms is whether to ban it or embrace it, said Tim Wallace, a teacher in Beijing. But with some teachers using tech themselves, telling students not to, not to, is a hard sell. Teachers use the tool to generate customized lesson plans within seconds, he said. We, cannot, we can't tell students not to use it while using it ourselves. Of course, the truth is it's hypocritical to ask them, hey, don't use it. And then at the same time, we, we are using it and they're using it. So it's kind of hypocritical to ask them, any, to ask them, hey, don't use it, don't use it, don't use it. It's kind of hypocritical. So the Chinese government's going to do that. It's going to end up backfiring on them. So, popular, popular Hong Kong uh, promenade could see five-year closure under Lantau Artificial Island plan, which is expensive. A popular Kennedy Town promenade, um, promenade could be closed for five years to make way for temporary rec- reclamation works under a controversial government development project of Lantau Island. The proposed closure of family and pet-friendly Belcher uh, Bay Promenade was revealed at a meeting at the Harbor Front Commission on Thursday, local media reported. As plans remain at a proposal stage, it is unclear when the works will be expected to begin. Hong Kong friends have reached out to the Harbor Front Commission for comment. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it. According to details from the meeting, the authorities plan to build a road connecting western Hong Kong Island with what northeastern Lantau Island to do so, they would need they would need to carry out temporary reclamation plant works in front of the promenade. The project falls under the government's Kao Yi Child's artificial projects, a development plan that is forecast to cost at least five hundred eighty billion dollars, and we'll see the re- creation see the creations of three island adjacent to Pan to Peng Chao and the waters of opposite Discovery Bay on the western of Lantau Island. Authorities have said the reclaimed island would operate as a work-life place CBD, or a central business district, with 210,000 residential flats, a mix of public and private, as well as, off- as well as offered employment opportunities. Environmental groups, however, have slammed the project, calling it ecological impact, which could include coastal Erosion and destructions of marine habitats and calculable. In its maiden policy address delivered last October, Chief Secretary John Lee said reclamation work for the Kaiyutau's artificial island target to begin in 2025, which is just in two years actually. As an alternative to the closed Belcher Bay promenade, the government proposed up to up a new park around 10 minutes away at the site up the former Kennedy Town incinerator. The Belcher Bay Promenade opened in phases starting in the first quarter of 2019 featuring a 172 meter long boardwalk decked out with picnic tables and colorful playground equipment. It tends to fill up with families, some with pets in tow during the weekends. The government had promoted the promenade as providing the public with a round-the-clock leisure time to enjoy a panoramic views of the western waters of Victoria Harbor. It also, 
it is also a popular spot for skateboarders and, phot and photographers. Along with waterfronts like Wan Chai, Fortress Hill, and Chen Wan, and Belgium Bay Promenade, it's part of the Harborfront Commission's Harborfront Shared Space Project, which aims to revitalize the city's public spaces looking out to the skyline. Secretary for Development Bernadette Lin said she hoped residents could understand the proposed closure up the Kennedy Town Promenade and that it would be only it would be only be for five years. We hope to bring permanent improvements. There will be a wider and longer harbor front in the future, Lin said during the meeting. How much money can you spend on these kind of crazy white elephant projects? I'm not saying I'm against on certain things, but there needs to be some provision in there. They need to get their head out of the freaking cloud. That's how much money do you does Hong Kong has? I don't know how much inflation that they're think about inflation. You use billions of dollars on those kind of things, but not using it on something that's useful. Maybe put maybe put something in the economy, or maybe help with the residents. Maybe build how about build more houses so that way residents can live, so they won't go homeless. You're sitting here doing reclamation stuff when you realize the environment doesn't allow it, and at the same time you're gonna have groups that's gonna go against it, and you're gonna have residents being homeless afterward because of this stupid project. Why are you even allowing this to happen? It's just it's just ridiculous, you know. No one's even addressing it, even. Of course, the lawmakers are pro Beijing. They don't address it unless there's one of them, maybe. China's Xi Jinping spotlights national security and Congress closing speech. China's Xi Jinping on Friday emphasized the need to strengthen national security, like they always say, in his first address since being handed a historic third term as the country's quote unquote president. Well, presentator. Thank you, Chris, Chris Chappell. She became China's most powerful leader in generations last week when he was ran, um, renominated for another, for another five years at the helms of the world's most populous nations and a break with a long-standing political president. The National People's Congress, or NPC, a carefully choreographed conclave of China's rubber stamp parliament, also appointed a key Xi ally, Li Qiang, as the new premier. She, 69 years old, on Friday, thanked the thousands of delegates at Beijing's Great Hall of the People for giving him a third term, vowing to take the needs of the countries as my missions, and the interests of the peoples as my yardstick. I wish they have a yardstick to beat him with. Security is the bedrock of development, while stability is a prerequisite for prosperity, she told the assembled delegates at the NPC's closing session. We must promote the modernization of national defense and the and the and the armed forces and build the people's armed forces into a great wall of steel that effectively safeguards national sovereignty, security and development interests. He also called for consolidation consolidated stability and at once um rest of Hong Kong and a unification with the South Rural Island of Taiwan, which is not going to happen, at view, which Beijing views as its own territory. The trust of the people is the greatest driving force push, uh, pushing me forward, and it's also a heavy responsibility on my shoulders, he said. Why can't he resign if it's heavy? The great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation has entered as a rever irreversible historical process. Now, I find that to be very hilarious, because... Why would... Why? I found out to be very stupid at the same time. 
course, we're going to talk about Lee Chow, and we're going to go back to the other report, right? Brighter days ahead for Hong Kong, for Hong Kong, China's new premier Li Chang said. China's new premier Li Chang has said Hong Kong is poised for brighter days ahead, thanks to Beijing's support, which challenge with challenge faced by the states over the past years only temporarily. Li was speaking at the press conference following the conclusion of the National People's Congress meeting on Friday. The meetings are part of the China's two sessions. An annual political assembly that get, that sees gatherings of the CNPC and the Beijing's top political advisory body, the CPPCC, or China's People's Political Consultative Conference. Since the handover of Hong Kong to China, Hong Kong's status as a, an international finance uh, finance center, international trade center, and international aviation center has become stronger. He said on Monday morning. Yes, Hong Kong and Macau have encountered some challenges over the past few years, but I believe these are only temporary challenges. With the strong support of the motherland, the one country, two system framework, Lee said, Hong Kong and Macau could, would witness brighter days ahead, like if that's going to do anything. Monday's historic ends of the two sessions, which saw Chinese leader Xi Jinping handed the third um, historic third quote-unquote presidential term and lead known for overseeing Shanghai's strict COVID-19 lockdowns appointed premier marking him the second highest ranking official in China. Chief Executive John Lee traveled to Beijing on Sunday for the closing ceremony of the two sessions. He extended his warmest congratulations to Xi on his unanimous election. It's not even democratic. As the country's leader, according to the government's press release published on Monday, and said Hong Kong would leverage its strength to meet the needs of the country. In a 15-minute closing ceremony speech on Monday, she called for a realization of national rejuvenation and the practice of true multilateralism. He added that the building of a strong nation is inseparable from Hong Kong and Macau's long prosperity and stability. Also pre- present at the at the at the two sessions were Hong Kong deputies to the MPC, China's top lawmaking body. In a virtual conference on Monday, the deputy recap uh, recapped Xi's speech and said it had given encouragement and confidence to Hong Kong people. Lawmaker Brave Chan said that the deputies. What was it? The deputies had cast their votes in several resolutions and agendas over the past day, days long two sessions that started re- the appointments of leading officials to their post. Besides being emotional and happy, we are also we are also starting to feel a little bit more at ease, Chan said. She, she's worse, Chan added, shows the leader was constantly thinking about Hong Kong. Oh, think about how to, how to suppress Hong Kong. That's what it is. Whenever President Xi gets an important speech, I believe that all Hong Kong people are concerned about how much Hong Kong is mentioned, Chan said. She spoke intensively about Hong Kong during the speech on July 1st when he came to the city to mark the 25th anniversary of his return to China and during the Communist Party's 20th National, people, National Congress meeting, Chan said. His closing ceremony speech was not long, Chan said, but there was still quite a bit on Hong Kong. Ma Fung Kwok, 
leader of the delegation and a lawmaker, said she's pointed out the relationship between stability and development. She said security is a bedrock of, de- of development, and stability is a cre- prerequisite for prosperity. He said, amongst the deputy was Starry Lee, the chairperson of the Hong Kong's largest pro-Beijing party, the DAB, who was elected to the NPC Standing Committee on Saturday. The committee is a high-level body comprising Beijing's political heavyweights. Quoting Xi's words on the importance of China being self-reliant in science and technology, Li said she hoped Hong Kong industries could grasp the country's high-quality development opportunities to boost Hong Kong's economy and improve livelihoods. Like if that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a toss. Or I don't give a toss about what they said. So let's let's talk about Taiwan for a moment. So, missing Taiwan soldiers found in China. A Taiwan soldier who went missing last week while stationed on an island near China had been found in the mainland. The government said on Monday, the soldier identified by only his family name, Chen, was reported missing on Thursday after a morning roll call on the Arden on the Arden Island, which lies just five kilometers, just three miles off the mainland coast. It has been confirmed that he is in the mainland," said Chiu um, Chai San, head of the Mainland Affairs Council, Taiwan's top policy-making body on China. When asked if Chen had deserved his post, Chiu said the government will follow up on the situation. The Defense Ministry has a relevant mechanism for identifying deserves yet. The Defense Ministry, which formed a special task force to search for the soldiers, have so far not comment on his presence on the main in the mainland. Defense Minister Chiu Kuo Chang said Friday that it was not it was too early to conclude if the soldiers was running away. Chen's staff members in the kitchen at the Liu at the Liu Garrison battalion on Erdan according to the Taiwanese military. Erdan is one of the is one of the of the Kinmen or Jinmen, which lies close to the Chinese port of Xiamen. The sort of disappearance comes a, at a time of heightened tensions between China and the South of Taiwan, which Beijing considers its territory and has vowed to take one to take one day by force if necessary. China, Chinese saber rattling towards Taiwan had become more pronounced in recent years. A visit to Taiwan in 2022 by then U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi prompted a furious China. Fears China to hold its biggest military drills around the islands in years, and China's ruling Communist Party for the first time enshrined its opposition to Taiwan's independence to its in its constitution in October last year. So you tell they're extremely they're either deadly serious or they're just saying it because they're they're just want to they have the they because they just want to prove their manhood. That's what the Communist Party are. And how about the parade that we canceled? Well, we'll discuss more after the break. Welcome back. Hong Kong Taoist Association cancels parade after meeting with police. The Hong Kong Taoist Association canceled a parade it had planned for Sunday after police suggested to do so, Ming Pao has reported. The group originally planned to march from Maple Street Playground and Sham Shui Po along, along Nathan Road to the Hong Kong Culture Center in, in Sim Cha Choi. After canceling the march, the Hong Kong Taoist Association, an organization that promotes Taoism in Hong Kong, held a rally at Maple Street Playground instead. The association told Ming Pao, uh, Ming Pao that it had sought police approval for the parade half a year ago in a meeting with law enforcement last week. The association suge- 
suggested police um, said police suggested that the rally be held instead of a parade after risk assessment. Why are they then? The police told Hong Kong Free Press on Monday that the the association had informed them last um, last Wednesday that it would hold a rally instead of a parade. After receiving an organizer's notice for holding an event, the police and organize and the organizers maintain mutual effective communication. Police said, "Police will conduct full risk assessments based on the public aims, on the public events aim, nature, and number of participants, as well as the police experience in the past and the latest situations." The force said, "The police also will also take the relevant measures to handle the public events based on the r- results of risk assessment." Before the COVID-19 pandemic, parades were organized by the association annually since 2013 to celebrate Hong Kong Taoist Day, which falls on the second Sunday of March. Hong Kong Free Press had reached out to the Hong Kong Taoist Association for comment. The parade is the second demonstration to be canceled this month. A protest planned by Hong Kong Women's Workers Association was called off by the group the nights before it was scheduled to take place. The association did not state the reason for this decision. The police said that the group had decided to call off the demonstration after balancing the interests of all, for, of all parties. The force also said that there were violent groups intended, intending to attend the march, but did not n- name such a groups when asked by reporters. The League of Social Democrats, one of the state's last remaining active pro-democracy groups, said that four of its members had been warned against attending the demonstrations by the National Security Police. Of course, we expected this to happen anyway. So, police and rallies have become a rare sight in Hong Kong following the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic and the implementation of the national security law in 2020. Secretary for Security Chris Tung said in January that the police had not approved any applications for demonstrations or rallies for three years because of health concerns. The security chief also denied that the people were less willing to express their views following the enactment of the sweeping security legislation in June 2020. Tang said that the people freedom assembly were protected by the basic law and the security law, like if that's going to mean anything. Chief Executive John Lee said last week that anyone who is not confident or capable that the public events could proceed safely and orderly should not organize them, as the organizers ultimately had to bear legal responsibility, which means to be arrested for holding even holding a freaking event whatsoever, which I already knew is going to happen anyway. Academy Awards. Everything, everywhere, all at once wins Best Picture Oscar. Michelle Yeoh bags leads actress. Comedic adventure flick Everything, Everywhere, All at Once had won seven Oscars at the 95th Academy Awards in the in the U.S., including Best Pictures. Michelle Yeoh won Best Lead Actress, the first actresses, the first Asian to do so for her role as a dissatisfied. Chinese American laundromat owner for all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight. This is a beacon of hope and, possi- and possibilities. She thanked her extended family in Hong Kong, where I started my career. Thank you for letting me stand on your shoulders, giving me a leg so I can be here today. Everything, everywhere, all at once follows Yeo character Evelyn Quan Wang, who has to connect with a parallel world universe versions of herself to prevent the multiverse from being destroyed. While I was facing tax audit release um, last last March, 
Engross engrossing 108 million at the back box office. So that's a good plus. The serious adventure, adventure touch the themes of mental health, trans uh, transgenerational trauma, and Asian American identity. So this is very important, of course. It's it beats out War Epic, All Quiet on the Western Front, and Tom Cruise Top Gun Maverick for the, for the top price on the, in, at the Sunday's Night Awards Hollywood. Yeo rose to fame perform, performing her own, her own stunts in Hong Kong movies such as Yes, Madam, and Police Story 3, Super Cop, before landing a role in the 1997 James Bond film Tomorrow's Never Dies. She went on to international stardom after starring in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Hong Kong culture chief Kevin Young paid tribute in this Monday press release. Hong Kong's film sector has nurtured many outstanding actors and filmmakers. Her honor of winning the Oscar Award, one of the most significant awards in the film sector, is well deserved. This is a testimony to the strong potential of Hong Kong talents and film industry. Carrie Kwan won Best Supporting Actor for his role as Evelyn's goofy husband in Everything Everywhere. My mom is 84 years old, and she's, watch and she's at home watching. Mom, I just won an Oscar. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp, and somehow, I ended up here, a Hollywood's biggest stage, he told the Academy. So I'm happy that he's, you know, getting that award. At least you showed that your mom, that I'm successful. Well, at least make your mom proud, right? Meanwhile, co-star Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actresses as a tech inspector, Deidre Beardby, Bo Beardre, there we go. To all the people who have supported the genre movies that I've made for many years, that thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, we just won an Oscar together, she said. David, David Kwan and Daniel Scribnert won Best Director. Kwan thanked his collaborators, who told me I was a storyteller before I could even say it myself. In January, Hong Kong Young. Hong Kong, young act, current graduate actress Yeo, after she won a Golden Globe for her role in the movie, describing the Malaysian as a Hong Kong actor. Even though she's, even though she is from Malaysia, she does stars in Hong Kong a lot of Hong Kong movies. So let's talk about the arrest, about the evidence about the activists we talked about on Friday, right? Two arrested after allegedly removing evidence from home of Hong Kong's activists accused under security law. Two people have been accused have been arrested after allegedly removing evidence from the home of Elizabeth Tong, a Hong Kong labor rights activist who was arrested on Thursday under the Beijing imposed national security law. Police announced the announced the arrest of a 63-year-old woman and a 65-year-old man on Saturday afternoon, soon after Tong, who has been accused of colluding foreign forces, was granted bail. According to local media reports, the two arrested on Saturday were Tang's sister, Marilyn Tang, and lawyer Frederick Ho, the brother of former lawmaker Albert Ho. The police said in a statement on Sunday that the pair, suspected conspiring to pervert the course of justice, had been granted bail and had to report to the police in mid-April. Elizabeth Tang, former chief executive of the pro-democracy Hong Kong Confederation of Trade Unions, was arrested last fr Thursday by national security police outside Stanley Prison. Which kind of makes no sense, actually. She was apprehended after visiting her husband, Lee Chut-yun, who has been 
in custody pending trial in another Nash Kiri case. He has been accused of inciting subversion along with Albert Ho, Chan Dome, and the defunct organs, um, group that organizes the, an- the annual Tiananmen rituals. Tom was granted bail on Saturday, on Saturday afternoon at the police headquarters at Wan Chai. She had to post a cash bill of 200000 200, and was told to report to the police on Friday. The veteran, the veteran, the veteran activist said that her passport, phone, debit, and credit card had been confiscated by the police. Speaking to reports outside the, outside the police stations on Saturday, Tang, who moved to the UK with her daughters in 2021, said she had not expected to be arrested after returning to Hong Kong. I am perplexed because uh, because all my work has been related to labor rights and organizing unions. I don't understand how it's against the law or even danger national security, Tong said. Of course we knew because we know why they did it. They know they're afraid of her. They know they're afraid of the pro democracy people. And two reports for today. The affirmation suit filed by former law, by former Hong Kong leader CY Lung against Stan News Professor terminated. A Hong Kong court had terminated a defamation case filed by former chief executive Lun Chunying against defunct online, online outlet Stan News and ex-university professor Chung Kim Hua after Lun accepted Chung's clarification and and $100,000 in settlement. Lun launched the legal action in August 2018 after he was already out of office, demanding an apology and, and dam- damages and the withdrawal of an op-ed penned by Chum and published and published on Stan News early that month, the former leader of Hong Kong said the commentary in question made a number of unfounded allegations that a close relationship existed between Lung and the Triad Society or the Underworld. The defamation trial was originally slated to start on August seventh and lasted for fifteen days, but Judge Queenie Young granted a, per- a permanent stay of proceedings on Friday, on Monday. Local media report. Barrister Queenie Law representing Lung, who was not present, applied for the defamation case to be suspended indefinitely during Monday's hearing. Law said Chum had already issued a clarification, announced the withdrawal of an op-ed, and paid the $100 settlement to her client. Judge Aoyun, however, said it was better to terminate the case instead of suspending it indefinitely because all the directors of the Stan News parent company have already resigned and the outlet have never appeared at any hearings related to the case. The judge added that the outlet former chief editor, Chun Puking, who doubled as one of the directors, has stepped down in, uh, in October 2021 after providing a witness statement for the defamation case. Another director, Tony Toy, left, had left the city and was wanted by the police. Aoyun then canceled the scheduled trial and had made no court fees order. Like, that's gonna do anything. Chung Kim Wa, who formerly worked as an assistant professor at the Hong Kong Polytechnic University and deputy chief executive of Hong Kong of Hong Kong Public Opinion Research Institute, published a clarification on Facebook on March 5th. The former professor wrote that his opt-ed could have misled readers, including into thinking that official links be- to Lung that had, um, had attended a dinner with an alleged triad member and that Lung was related to triads. Or out of or their members, of course. And and when I, and we already knew this. Is, they posted that array, and it led to the LSD assault was assaulted by supporters of Lung outside the center in um, Teen Teen Y. 
And I don't know why would you write saying you withdraw that because whatever the case may be, you should cap that. And one final report for today. This is about an anthem again that we talked about the ice hockey a couple weeks ago, one week um, like last Friday, um, a couple days ago, of course. Hong Kong ice hockey boy could face sanctions after anthem blunders, as Hong Kong, as John Lee called such gaffes unacceptable. Hong Kong sport groups did not that did not comply with guidelines in place to ensure the correct anthem version of the national anthem is played at international sporting events could be punished, Chief Executive John Lee has said. These comments came after Sport Federation's Olympic committees said it believed that the Hong Kong Ice Hockey Association did not perform its duty in accordance with the guidelines and report submitted to the government. Pro Democracy protest song "Glory to Hong Kong" was played. At the ice hockey world ice hockey world championship match between Hong Kong and Iran and Bosnia and Herzegovina last month, instead of the city instead of the city's official national anthem, China's March of the Volunteers. Lee said on Sunday that the organizations participating in the international competition did not comply with the requirements as listed in the guidelines. The government would impose sanctions. Possible sanctions include suspensions of membership by the Sport Federation Olympic Committee and s- suspension of subvention and funding support from the government and um, the government's the government's Sports Federation Sport Federation Sport Federation and Olympic Committee. There we go, perfect. Incidents were not where a non national anthem of Hong Kong is played in various international competitions is unacceptable. But uh, competitions are unacceptable, Chief Executive said. The Chief Executive said on Sunday, according to the S- Sport Federation and and Olympic Committee regulations, Hong Kong sport teams must either t- uh, take a toolkit containing the national anthem from the, from the federation and download the or download the national anthem from the federation website. The file must be handed to the competition organizers. Yeah, like if that's gonna that's gonna change that's gonna change, right? That's not gonna you know that's not gonna that's not intervention or anything, right? According to the according to the Sport Federation and Olympic Committee, the Hong Hong Kong Ice Hockey Association, like it always does, did not say when or how the correct national the correct an- version of the anthem was provided. The Federation said. Also, Hong Kong Ice Hockey Association failed to mention as whether a hard copy, computer disc, or or USB at the time of the national anthem was passed to the organizers. Whether they they had requested the organizers to confirm the receipt in writing as per requirements stipulated in the guidelines, the Sport Federation and Olympic Committee in the Olympic Committee statement read. As of today, despite persistent questioning by by Sport Federation and Olympic Committee, Hong Kong Ice Hockey Association have been evasive and failed to address such questions in their two reports. It is therefore strongly believed that Hong Kong Ice Hockey Association did not perform the duty in accordance with the guidelines. Essentially, the Hong Kong, the leader of Hong Kong did not, Hong Kong team, did not insist on checking the national anthem after the organizers did not attend to the initial request, the Sports Federation and Olympic Committee said. It has hence suggested that Sport Federation and Olympic Committee, in conjunctions with the respective departments of the government, 
should consider implementing, implementing possible and appropriate sanctions against Hong Kong Ice Hockey Association as per paragraph 13 of the guidelines, the statement read. Also speaking on Sunday, Secretary for Culture, Sports, and Tourism, Cameron Young, said that the association would fa- would, was found to have failed fo- following the guidelines. The administration will adopt a serious attitude to deal with the matters in a strict, strict manner. The controversial ice hockey match came amidst a month-long row over the mix-up, and it's the fifth such incident to have emerged in less than a year. You realize it doesn't. You realize doing that is just making a big, a big issue. You're making it into like a, such a big, big issue. Wow, it's like a big issue or something. It's just hey, let's just change the anthem, okay? That's all you want to do. That's all you want to do. Be civil, not be a freaking Cry baby. Oh, ooh, the anthems play. They're playing the wrong music. They're making fun and hurting the feelings of Chinese people. No, it doesn't hurt me at all. They're playing the national anthem. It does it doesn't matter, okay? It doesn't matter. They play wherever they play, so who cares, right? They play wherever they want to play. But if you ask them nicely, hey, can you this is not the anthem like that maybe that will that'll be fine, right? That should be something you should you should do, right? That's what you should be. Smart and not being a, a crazy idiotic person, right? And thank you for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, we need to tune in every Monday and Friday for our podcast. And make sure to t- and make sure to join in on our on the debate that's coming up next week on the twenty second and Wednesday. And that's it for today, and we'll talk more next time. This is Team Can't Own My Radio signing out. Hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> Can't host my radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. Can't host my radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.